What's up everybody, I'm Brandon David. This is Investing in Cannabis. Uh, we have uh, people that come to us now and kind of like ask us questions. They're, they're new patients. Uh, they're not quite sure about cannabis. Uh, and so we thought we, we would do an episode with a, a new patient, someone uh, that's interested in trying cannabis, and that's what we have. We have Ed here today. Hey, Ed, thanks for being with us. Oh, it's a pleasure. So I understand uh, that you have some limited experience with cannabis. Can, can you tell us about that? Well, uh, I had a headache about a month ago, and so a friend suggested that I try marijuana. And, you know, I had never tried it, even though friends had used it over the years, but I just wasn't interested. And besides, with the job that I had, with the drug testing and everything, mm -hmm. I just couldn't do it. But uh, now I decided to try it. And so uh, my friend uh, had what he said was some very good good stuff. Yeah, and he got the good shit. He, he, got that, good he shit. said he had good stuff and we, he put it in a pipe and I smoked a few pipefuls and then he gave me a candy, and uh, nothing happened. I still had the headache. I I, I took a, a, a Xanax and went to sleep. And uh, <laughs> you know it was um, you know and when I woke up I didn't have the headache, so that was fine. But uh, you know uh, I feel really safe here. Uh, with you guys, it's, it's kind of weird office that you have here. Yeah, there's, yeah it's yeah. kind of a strange set, set for a but, TV show. But I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it, and you look like fine fellows. And what I'd like to do, uh, I'd like to try it again. I'd like to see what everybody's talking about. I don't, I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, I have relatively limited experience, but yeah. I've talked to a lot of yeah. people yeah. Uh, that consume cameras. And apparently, have you uh, tried it? Have you fellows tried? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, they say it's okay. Yeah. So uh, may, maybe you should give it another shot. I, I'll try it now. How do I use this? Uh, so yeah, I think some of them have like holes. No, uh, that you uh, no, your, this one doesn't have no a holes. Hole. No. no holes. Okay. okay. So um, I think you just. Would, um, would you light it for me? Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, um, I don't usually smoke, so I have to coordinate the. How how long the, should I um, light it for? I don't know. You you tell me. I don't know about this. Do you know? I mean, like. Okay. 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 Let's, well, just, let's just let's just try. Let's just try. We'll you see know. what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. Let's try. Yeah. Okay. What, so what does it feel like? It? What is it well, it's very smoky in my mouth. But do I inhale it? I, I, I yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I mean, try it again. Are you addicted? No, every, everything's fine. Let's, let's try one more hit. Let's try one more. Yes. Okay, just one more. That's what they call it, a hit? Isn't that what they call it? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's, let's try let's again. Try let's one try again. More. How did you get it to come out of your nose like that? That was crazy. Comes out. Just goes comes in, out. Goes in. Comes out like something about Clinton or something. Didn't he inhale or something? I think he no, forgot to. He forgot to inhale. Yeah. Which apparently wow, is. Wow, this is really strange. <laughs> are you, are you hallucinating at all? I've heard that this could be you know sort of psychotic. No. 
Well, I mean, you, you know, your ears are moving. Tell us what you're experiencing, if you can still speak. Yeah, I can speak. Are you able to blink? So yeah, I can blink. Most sensory control. I just feel I have to watch you guys. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> this feels really weird. I've heard that the more you smoke, um, that it actually gets more normal. That you feel. Should I try another one? I mean, maybe if you're comfortable with that. I don't. I don't want to overwhelm you. But um, try. Try again. Do you want me to help you yes. again? Okay. Okay. I think you're supposed to exhale too. That's that's a good part of it. Yeah. Oh yes, I have to breathe. <laughs> uh, I can't hold character anymore. Ed Rosenfall, ladies and gentlemen, the incredible legend in the flesh. Uh, we're lucky enough sometimes on this show to get the legends. There's not many of them. But we've had a couple, and we're lucky enough again today. Uh, what are they talking about? Although this is only Ed's second experience English? with cannabis. Uh, he's English. <laughs> he's, he's written uh, over 25 books about the subject, uh, even though he, um, he doesn't consume it uh, until today, uh, which is incredible. Uh, stay, stay with us here. We're in his. I feel very sleepy. Amazing office here. Uh, it I seems feel very to be sleepy. Uh, from a different world. We're in Piedmont. Can't say that I've ever been to Piedmont before, uh, but thanks for being here, Ed. If if you uh, can hear me, if you can understand. I can hear you. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, tell us about. Uh, your office here. There's, there's so many beautiful, wonderful artifacts. I don't know where I am. I've never been here before. Uh, do you have GPS? We could check. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Mr. Rosenthal, I understand that uh, you've dodged the draft in the past and I'm very curious how you feel, how you want to explain to the good people um, that you're, you're not a patriot and why, why you chose to, uh, to circumvent your duty as a citizen. I did my duty as a citizen by avoiding war. All citizens who are not traitors have a duty not to go to war if your country is not threatened. Nobody's threatening the United States. Come back home. No one is threatening the United States. No. If all the American soldiers came back home 
and went, left all of their foreign bases, nobody would threaten the United States. Hmm. Hmm. What about domestic concerns? Are there any threats at home? Yeah, the right wing, like McVeigh and those people, they're terrorists. And they haven't been recognized as terrorists, but they are. And there's a good contingent of, large contingent of them in the army. Um, should we have like an organization that certifies people as terrorists? How does, that, how does one get recognized as a terrorist? Well, the first thing we could look at, at is PTSD and police and get rid of all of the cops who are, should not be carrying guns. Mm. So that's maybe a, that's number a, one, demilitarize the police. Yes. Let's start at home first, and then let's bring. What well, I have this, okay. So I have this program that uh, <laughs> I, I'll tell you about. Welcome it. back. Ed. Yeah, I'll tell you about this program. <laughs> so, you know, um, the the last really great thing that Obama did was his inauguration. Okay. And, you know, his inauguration, I don't know if you recall the first inauguration, but... I'm was, pretty sure Jay-Z and Beyonce were there. But, that's, but uh, it was really cross-cultural. I mean, there were folk singers there, there was hip-hop, there was jazz, there was... It, it showed the breadth of American culture. And I thought that was pretty good. And so I had this idea that, you know, there are American troops in 130 countries. Mm. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. There are like 200 countries or something, and 130 of them have either American troops or some sort of American military aid. So what I thought is that we should start getting out of all of these countries. And what we would do is get out of these countries one country a week. You know, you could start with the small countries, and so you get training in how to get out, and then just move out. Like, but Ed, what about our no, let me geopolitical? Let me finish. So leverage. So yes, I'm going to get into this. This this shows how we can do it. And for every country that we get out of, mm -hmm. we have a lottery where the like uh, the two hundred the uh, hundred. 30 biggest American cities are all put in this lottery. And, and each, week one is, uh, somebody, each week one is drawn out of the lottery. And what happens is that they, since closing the base is going to be an economic, such an economic benefit, in each case, what we're going to do is have a celebration in that city, much like the inauguration. Mm. But it will feature, a lot of it will be the talent from the city, and it will have artists, and there'll be const new construction for it, and there'll be plays. Like Burning Man. Sort of like, a, it will be a one-week fest, it will be a one-week festival that is all filmed, you know, or a three-day festival that's all filmed and goes out internationally. And what we're going to have... So once a week we have a three-day festival in a different country. In a different city. In a different city. city. in the United States as we close the base in the other country. Oh, but the, the party's not in that country. The, 
They'll party themselves when the, when, when the American leave. troops yeah. leave. Yeah. They'll have a big party. They'll have their own, they'll have their own party. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> my, my British but, friends say... But this is the, our cultural offensive. So what we're going to be doing is showing the best of the United States, not the military. And this will be broadcast all over the world. And it will galvanize the world for 130 weeks. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like more than two years, <laughs> or maybe we'll do it every other week, get it going over a four-year period, where every other week there's this, the base gets closed, we could have, you know, there'd be a big thing about how the base is closing, and then there'd be this big celebration, and, and so in each of these cities, it, billions of dollars would come into each city mm. over the per period of time, which would just spark a cultural renaissance everywhere in the United States. Mm -hmm. And every state would have every sta state would be affected. And what uh, values, what pieces of society do you help change as a result of this uh, newfound festivity? Well, I, I have this new program. Uh, it's called Make Peace, Not War. And that's what it's about. It's a cultural offensive. Mm. So we're trying to be offensive culturally. Mm. So what it is, is to show the, the breadth of American culture and the best of American culture and celebrate all parts of it. Mm -hmm. So all, all ethnicities, all different styles and, uh, and respect for people. And that, so that's, that's my cultural offensive. And also it wouldn't only feature music, it would be there'd be uh, visual art, visual arts, plays, literature, uh, and music would be, uh, you, uh, they'd actually, you know, uh, uh, we would actually solicit music and, and just a new culture. And what is uh, cannabis's role in the cultural offensive? Well, I mean, I know you just smoked for the second time, but... Uh, uh, no, as far as cannabis goes, you know, I don't really care whether people use cannabis or not. I, I think that it's good for people to use it, but that's my personal opinion, but whether they use it or not... How much uh, cannabis use is good for you? Mm, mm. Well, you know, they haven't found any diseases associated with or many diseases associated with the use of cannabis, except perhaps uh, people who have allergies to it. But in general, uh, like uh, uh, books, any studies have shown that it prolongs life. For instance, there was a book called Ganja in Jamaica, and the rosters, this was about 30 years ago, and uh, the rosters had a longer longevity than, um, than the general population of Jamaica. And so there are other, but that, there could be other reasons for that. But, uh, but I think that ca cannabis is positive to health. So, I agree. Uh, I guess the question is, is there some limit? You know, is there some point where it uh, stops well, you, being beneficial? You, well, you shouldn't use more than you think is good for you. So just judgment just, just and judgment. personal experience. Yeah, yeah. And and what do you say to a a new patient, someone that uh, hasn't tried cannabis? How much should they? Don't try? do it. Don't do it. 
because <laughs> you'll be using it for the rest of your life. And it's not that it's habit forming, it's just that you'll like it. And you know, you know, when you like something, you tend to do it a lot. I mean, look at people who like chocolate ice cream. Did you ever see what happens to them? They can't stop themselves. And eventually they blow it out to look like Christie. You know? Have you ever seen that? He's, he did it with potato chips. So, yes, you didn't know that. Yeah, he did it with potato chips. I am learning so much here today. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 Do you know what? I want to get near Christie and put a pin in. Just stick him with a pin. And? Well, what do you think would happen? I don't know. What would come out? What do you think? It's not what would come out. It's how it would come out. How would it come out? Well, you know, there's a lot of pressure. That skin is holding in a lot yeah. of pressure, sort of like a balloon. Yeah. I think... You think he <laughs> might just pop? Pop. Just like, just like in a crumb comic. I mean, that's based on reality, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. wow. So I'm trying to get Sanders to, to endorse my program. Mm. You know, like, Do you know him? No. So you're just sending him emails? Uh, no, psychic messages. Psychic messages. Yeah. Smoke signals? Mm, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. That's phase you know, two. You know, he, he's one of those people who says... Uh, you know, I've never used marijuana, not that there's anything wrong with it. And that's sort of like a line from Seinfeld, sort of. Larry David is my hero. Is he? You want to talk about Seinfeld. Also my uncle. Is he? No. Oh. <laughs> well, but I know, the, my last real, name I know the real Kramer. Do you? Yeah. Like the guy they patted the character off yeah, of that's or right. the racist? Yeah, the guy who oh. does the oh, actual... Uh, Kramer tours in New York. Oh, there's Kramer tours. Yeah, you know, did you ever see the incident where Kramer is doing a tour of the uh, of uh, Elaine's uh, employer, who the adventurer with a, a, a Peterson? Oh, yeah. He sure. did the Peterson tour. Yep. Well, Kramer actually did the Seinfeld tour. Ah. And the Peterson tour was designed after, and the real Kramer signed the rights to his life story, <laughs> unexclusive rights to his life story to Seinfeld. Wow. And, I mean, he was actually Jerry's neighbor, right? No, that, no, no, no. He was actually uh, Larry David's neighbor. Oh, okay. And. You know how Kramer always can't, comes in to get something out of... Yep, to eat his food, yeah. Yeah, to eat Seinfeld's food. But actually, Kramer had a daughter, and he was a single parent. So he always had a stocked refrigerator, and Larry David would come in okay. and like, eat half a yogurt. And put and Kramer would say, you know, you have a yogurt, you open it, it's yours. <laughs> I can't say I hate happy. So, but uh, so Kramer, so um, and Kramer, um, and they were living in this building that was that was built 
on the basis that there was going to be a convention center built on the very west end of 42nd Street, and that never happened. And instead, there was this building that sort of went bankrupt because of that, and the city had so it became the city's building. And they said, well, we have this beautiful apartment building. We can't put welfare people on it because we want to up the neighborhood. So they made it a building for artists, and artists pay a quarter of their, of their income up to market value. So if you only made 10000 that year, uh, you pay $2,500. Mm -hmm. so, and that's still going, mm. and that's where the two of them lived. Got it. What a story. What, a, what history there. Uh, you ever watched Curb Enthusiasm? Oh, yeah, but I don't know if Kramer still lives there. I mean, I, we were friendly if, up, up until um, maybe, four, I mean, I haven't called him. I haven't been in New York that much, mm. and I haven't called him. Mm. And he Let's call, call him right now. You have his number? Yeah, I, I have his number, but uh, uh, we're not going to call him right now. <laughs> maybe, another, maybe another time. Uh, do you like Kirby Enthusiasm or yeah, Seinfeld yeah. more? Well, well, I... You know, I got into this discussion with uh, somebody, and somebody said that, uh, you know, a person, uh, like, in their, like, uh, really early 20s said that they don't understand Seinfeld. Mm. And I thought that, you know, like, these people were pretty universal. And the, that fact that they're syndicated all over the world shows that, you know, you don't even, you yeah. don't have to live in New York, you don't, this is, these are universal caricatures. Mm -hmm. And in some way, they put together a, you know, I haven't put, but in some way, they put together a pro program that, I mean, a, a, a series that covers, uh, you, like, Uh, the milieu of human, uh, not only of humans, but of inner thoughts of humans coming mm -hmm. out and sh showing as reality. Mm -hmm. And I thought that, you know, like every one of us has, you know, like has a little bit of greed Everybody can relate to that. And a little yeah. bit of... So I'll give you a yeah. perfect example. I 100% agree with you. They say it's a show about nothing, yeah. but I really think it's a show about everything, You're right. to be honest. Yeah. So uh, I was in uh, Swenson's Ice Cream Store uh, last night in Russian Hill. Yeah. It was amazing ice cream. And uh, I was behind uh, these three girls that were getting ice cream, and they proceeded to have about six samples each. And I was immediately reminded of the Larry David uh, moment in, in Curb Your Enthusiasm, where he asked the... Uh, the person working behind the counter, how many samples are acceptable? <laughs> you know, is uh, you can have six, you can have eight. Why do I even need to buy the ice cream, right? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> there has to be some limit. Two, three, I don't know. How, how many samples do you think are acceptable? So, so you know, like, there are just such weird things. Like, they're watching the furniture outside and these two gay tops come and say, we want this furniture and proceed to take it away. 
everybody likes the soup Nazi episode so much, but I never really. I mean, maybe I just can't relate to it as much. I, I mean, you you spent a lot of time in New York. Is that a real thing? Well, well, no. It, 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 it's a, it's this person who says, like, I won't sell you something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. You know. Rolls Royce. You at one time used to qualify the people who could buy their car. Mm. So if they thought that you gave the wrong impression for a Rolls, they wouldn't sell you a car. Mm. I don't know if they still do it, but they did well, Did that at one time. So that's the kind of thing. It was that, like, you know, you, you know, like I actually, I've taken that like to heart. Um, like, you know, sometimes I do vending at uh, a fair or something, you know, sell, sell some books. And somebody comes and starts telling me how uh, rotten my advice is and everything. I mean, if they have specific criticism, I want to hear that. But if they just want to tell me what a rotten person I am or something. Are you a rotten I, person? I don't know. Uh, but uh, whether I am or not, <laughs> it doesn't not. matter. But <laughs> whether I am or not doesn't matter. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, that's funny. You know, so, but it's true, you know. Like, especially if I'm a rotten person. And, and why but wait a second. But wait, whatever reason they have. But what I go to them, step away from this table. Step back. Get away from this table. Don't come here. And just like that. And I don't have to take it. And that's what the soup Nazi was saying, in a way. I Like, I took it in a different way. But, you know, like... That if you want to, I'm not going to accept being approached in a negative way. And what do people say to you when they approach you like that? It's so it's very rare. Yeah. It's very rare. Yeah. But I mean, is it becoming but, more rare? No, no. No. I mean, you know, it'll happen a couple of times a year, maybe. You know, and that's out of thousands of people. And so it's it. But I've learned how to deal with it. You don't have to. You don't have to take abuse. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, that's one aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, somebody could write a philosophy book about, uh, about the Seinfeld show, you know, and the philosophy of it in, in each episode. I'd publish it. Well, while we're you on the topic of books. You want to do it? Who wants to talk to? about books? Yeah. What, yeah. what about books? I asked you how many books you've written. Twenty-five? No, 30? I don't think. I don't think. I think in the low twenties. I don't in know. The low twenties. I mean, I haven't written all of them. You know, some of the books that so are here, edited, I right? yeah, I've either edited or just or just published. Oh, just published. Yeah, okay. Some some of them like Sex Pot. Some of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, after all this time, is there anything left to to write? Well, I'm writing a, a book, book about harvesting, okay. and I'm writing book. Uh, uh, two books about varieties. One's called Greatest Hits of Big Book of Buds. And Which I love. I have that you. book, the, Volume 3. I have it. Yeah. Well, Who that, takes the, the pictures for that? Because the photography well, is amazing. Well, the, the um, photos of the varieties are submitted by the, by the, um, uh, by the breeders. But the Photos of the in the articles. I I've taken up to now. I've taken a lot of them, but um, and that's you, th that's the articles in between the varieties, and uh, 
and then we get other photographers, and more and more I depend on other photographers. There used to, there used to be very few photographers doing this work, yeah. and now there are some really great photographers, and I'd rather give people the best photography rather than just having it be mine. It seems that there's still, uh, at least to me, a big opportunity for photography, though, because I order uh, cannabis online yes. pretty, pretty frequently, and I'm shocked by some of the very low-quality photos that are supposed to appease me to click buy. Uh, it, I wonder why that is. Well, it's, it's hard to photograph pot well. Is it? It is, yes. Okay. It's not easy because uh, unlike a, a flower like a lily, for instance, or another flower, which has, uh, or these chrysanthemums here, where the petals are solid. Um, here, can I get one of those? Please? Yeah. Yeah. So here the petal is solid, so you can focus on, you know, on the petal and make, make a, some sort of compromise on depth of field, but with a with a bud, it's much more. It can, especially when it's growing, it can be a lot more ephemeral. So it's hard to decide how how to actually photograph or it. or when to photograph it, right? Well, you can photograph it at any time, but you, you photograph it when it looks good. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't have to be right. Mm. People like to see see it growing as well, but it's it's a question of getting that photography right. Mm -hmm. yes. Got it. And why why did you write your first book? Why, why did you decide that this was a, a good thing to do? Well, I had met... Uh, uh, what year are we talking about first? So paint the, uh, set the scene here for us. It, it was uh, 19, probably 1971, and Rolling Stone, well, first of all, I had decided to grow, to develop these little uh, grow tents for, for growing pot, to develop those. And it was a little before, before the time for that, but that's what I was okay. working on. And uh, at the same time, there was this, there was this Rolling Stone, which was relatively new at that time, Rolling Stone magazine, mm -hmm. they had, uh, for different cities, they had the, these inserts, these supplements that were local. And it, I was living in New York at the time, and they had an article on how to grow pot by this fellow, Mel Frank. And at the same time, I was trying to get publicity, free publicity in Rolling Stone for my grow tents. Uh, and, um, my the co my co uh, and so they said would you like to meet this fellow and I said yeah and we met and we decided to write a book together on how to grow pot and that became that fellow became the co-author of uh, the marijuana growers guide series mm. and he's still active in it he which is he, required reading at Amsterdam, correct? No, that's uh, that was my first series. The, the second series, Marijuana Growers Handbook series, uh, is uh, is it, is that's the one that um, is most uh, that's used 
as a college text. And when I wrote uh, Grower's Guide with Mel Frank, it said uh, there was a review in the New York Times, and it said that when marijuana becomes a, uh, by Sakhalov, who did the review, and he said that when marijuana becomes a, a becomes legal, that this will be a textbook for a common weed. Mm. And uh, as a matter of fact, Marijuana Grower's Handbook, the second series, is a college textbook. Wow, so, wow. he was <laughs> right. right. He was right. University. Yeah, sure. Here, right here, I'll show you. Yeah, grab it. It says it. Right, right there, it says it right there. O Oaksdam University. And when New York Times does a review on you, yeah, do you know that? ahead of time, or uh, it's a surprise? Well, it, it only it only happened once. Uh, I'm fascinated by um, your own cannabis consumption habits. It's probably my favorite thing to talk to guests about. Oh, I I I, I rarely use it when I'm sleeping. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. I either I, I, I make sure to either uh, consume cannabis. On a weekday or a weekend. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Same same yeah. regimen for you. Yeah. 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 Especially um, uh, uh, any kind of uh, twenty-four hour period that ends in a day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like there's also like like different kinds, right? Like there's oh, days. Or what? Uh, Are we talking about? No, days every day or? is the same for me. Oh. But uh, no, I'm talking about uh, cannabis. Oh, cannabis That's days. That's the right word, right? Cannabis. Is that one 24-hour period in which you use cannabis? Is a cannabis day? Well, then that's just called the day for oh. me anyway. Oh, <laughs> you just shortened it. I just shortened it. Just yeah. to, it's assumed. Yeah. The sun is up. Yeah. It's a cannabis day. What if? What if you? What if? You woke up before the sun was up. Would you wait till the sun? I don't. Got up? I don't do that. Oh. Well, would you consider that the other day? I do. I actually, Previous I day? I consider uh, the end or start of a new day by my sleeping pattern. So I don't give a shit about the man. The twenty-four and they've told hour us that about stuff. no, no, no. Because if I don't sleep for two days, yeah, that's all one fucking day for me. That's you know? one day. Yeah. I don't want to drive with you when you don't sleep for two days. I don't drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you drive? Yeah. Why? Why do I drive? Yeah. Well, how or why? Would you rather... Because... I didn't know there was different ways to drive. Uh, I didn't say there was. You said how do you drive. I well, want to know both how and why you drive. And where and when. Do you have a little form for me to fill out? Or um, I don't. I don't use paper. No. Rolling papers, but um, I actually so can't write either. I'm, my penmanship is. Uh, I'm well, I mean, it could, you could email me the form, or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I could do text that. Text it to me, or something. I could do that. Yeah. yeah. Do you have Snapchat? You know, I do have Snapchat, but uh, do I don't. Use it. Yeah. <laughs> I use it when I'm out of the country. <laughs> because? Uh, because it doesn't cost anything. Snapchat. Yeah. Snapchat's free in the U.S. too. That's right. That's why I use it when I'm out of the country. Because in the country, you know, the telephone is free anyway.
Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Like when I'm in another country, I use Facebook Messenger because you can't text, you know, because it's more expensive. That's what you mean. Yeah. Where's your favorite place in the world besides Piedmont? Favorite place. Well, I like the Himalayas a lot. Huh? Yeah. Okay. And I was really fascinated by China because, like, in 20 years or 30 years, they took a rural agrarian country and made it into a modern mm. middle class culture. Mm. That's fascinating. Yeah. Well, we're trying to do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> How's the food in China? Oh, hmm. Well, first of all, it's, you know, I've been to both India and China, and in India, you, each time that you choose a restaurant, you have to go through, you know, sort of a checklist. Does this place look like it's clean? Did they safe? email you the checklist? What? Did they email you the checklist? No, no, I, no. I'm in your head. Oh, you know, yeah, you go through, Don't you go through a checklist? Should I eat in this restaurant sometimes in the U.S.? I mean, you know, do I want like the food? Would I like the food? Does it look clean? You know, does it, you know, oh, it has a C rating. Maybe I shouldn't eat there. You know, uh. something like that. Well, in, How in, does that work? Do you know how the, uh, no, the scores but, work? I don't know. Because I'm very but in India, But in India, you know, when you... When you decide if you're if you're not familiar with a restaurant, mm -hmm. you want to go through this mental checklist of is this food going to make me sick? Mm. You know that's the ultimate mm. thing. And in China, it everything's immaculate. I mean, it is very clean. Mm. You know, it is it is. Uh, you know, you don't have to worry about getting sick. You can and things like that. And the other thing about it is that. The food is abundant and uh, oh, exquisitely tasty. I I, I long for uh, to go, you know, for that food. That was mm. great. I, is there much cannabis in China? I did not experience any um, pot. None. 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 Huh. And no discussion of it either. Um, I was with a group of business people, and it would have been inappropriate to mm. discuss that. Mm. Yeah. So is there still a taboo associated with, with cannabis? Is there still environments it doesn't belong in? Only, in, only noose-wise. In the news? Noose. Noose. No noose is good news? No. Like you hang yourself with? No. Yeah, Somebody no else hangs you. Good, that's true. Well, yeah, but you could use a noose. Yeah, That's yeah very but, dark, but, but we're, ta we're talking about you. I'm answering your question. Only, only noose-wise. That's how they want to deal with it. In China. Oh, I just shit in my pants. That's it. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. I do. So they. Well, maybe that maybe I was totally incorrect. Should I try? Uh, should I imitate being shot, or you know, like by firing squad? Maybe we should do that. Maybe uh, like leave I don't injection because you're um, afraid of needles. Well, that, I don't think they practice torture. You don't think? I don't think that they practice torture. I mean, like in executions, because they want to preserve the body parts. 
You know, they don't want to poison you because they're going to sell the body parts. Okay. Right? I didn't realize that there was an Kidneys, initiative by the liver, lungs, heart. What do you need? Probably lungs. What do you need? We execute, we execute to, you know, like custom. You need a heart? What, just give us your blood types and your, you know. On-demand organs? Is yeah. that what you're proposing? No, no startup? I, I'm not proposing that. That's what goes on in China. Can we actually. deliver it? No, they deliver it. I'm serious. Yeah, no, I'm serious too. On-demand well, organs. I think. Well, that's you thing. you can get into it. I'm not really interested. Oh. I'm just suggesting that I don't want to become part of the like stock in that trade. Oh. What does that the, mean? What stock, stock in trade? that trade? Like my organs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I I don't want to be part of the inventory. That's no not, right. That's, it's not good. Right. Not, how about when you die? Are you going to donate your organs or no? You you want them for yourself? Why? What would I do with them? <laughs> I'm not sure. That's I, I'm a donor, uh, and I often you see, wonder. You know why I donate blood? You said you don't donate blood. No, you said you don't. I I so didn't you do say donate that. Blood. I didn't say that. But you know why I donate blood? Why? I like to see people get high. That's yeah. <laughs> right. Hmm. What if you can? That'd be cool if you could get high from blood transfusion. I'm sure you could. Really? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? A new way to that get high. Like now business. he's going to go into blood yeah. That sounds like a business to me. We could have like a cool like bar. We could have hipsters there. They could drink the blood, Yeah. Huh? No, no, not drink it. No, you just, you come for a... a we get a different... A cleanse. We get, we get a different a kind of cleanse. people at the bar. Depending whether it's a drink. Transfusion. So we're making a joke, but I guarantee you there are people that would go for cannabis blood transfusions. In Las Dabbing Vegas. Dabbing just isn't enough, man. In Las it's Vegas. You could do it in Las Vegas. Well, you can do anything in Las Vegas. Yeah, right. But it wouldn't stay there. You were just in Vegas. Yeah. You? Yeah. How I didn't it? do anything. How was it? What do you mean you didn't do okay. anything? You went to Vegas. Yeah. Did you like I ate it? in a buffet. Oh, where? One of the hotels? The Rio Buffet. How was it? It was okay. It was, Do you like it was very Well, it was very convenient because you could, <laughs> eat, you could eat pretty quickly. There wasn't a line. Uh, the food was okay. But that's your third priority, that the food was... No, no, no. That's, that's like a, you know... Uh, if you can't eat the food, everything else doesn't matter. Does right, it? that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Buffets, yes, I just convenient. happened to mention in no specific order. Oh, I see, I see. Just a list. Yeah. Just a list. Well, I do like convenient things, uh, but the quality of the food is, is number one, right? Right. Do you care how your food looks? Some people are very into like uh No, I, I tend to grind all my food in a blender. Like I put the I steak and the... Yeah. The, the pizza. chicken, the pizza. pizza, the broccoli, and you know all the vegetables and everything, and then I put some soy milk in, grind it up, and you know. That's well, it. let's just skip that step, and let's do uh, blood transfusions. You could. You just, don't have to blend anything up. We'll just I, give it. To I you. think that what maybe what we should do is bypass our the, hearts. No, the th the the throat area and just like 
inject food right into the intestinal system directly. But then so, you pass your, your you, taste so, buds. So, right. That's yeah. the best part. No, people wouldn't have to waste time you know, eating. I don't think of eating that as a waste or drinking. Of time. See, what I want like to that. do. They could work you can full take time. Care of, I don't want to they go to the could, bathroom. They wouldn't anymore. have to. They wouldn't have take to. Take care of that. They would. Well, probably we wouldn't. Have, probably they wouldn't have to go to lunch. No, but you know, you, they could you work must full go time. To lunch. No, they could work you full. Must. They, they don't have to go to lunch. Not if like at specific feeding time, you press a button and the stuff goes in. You know, they're fed. Sort of like they do geese that they're trying to make pate from, you know. You like pate? Uh, that's not. That's we're not talking about that. We're talking about. <laughs> what are we the, talking? We're talking about the automatic feeding tube for humans, <laughs> that that you've wanted to do all your life. I do. I want that. Yeah. I want to have that. You and know, because also it, it it makes Soylent it makes Soylent look. You know, like, what do you think? Tell us your thoughts on. Soylent. Well, well, I think that as compared with automatic. Intestinal feeding, Soylent is is back in the 21st yeah. century, wow. in early 21st century, yeah. and we have to move on from that. Drinking something that's just like it's so, so it's inefficient. So, it's so 20th century, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, they did that in the 19th century too. They they what? drank, you know, like liquids. It's crazy. Instead of getting it intestinally, it's hard to believe. You know what's hard for me to believe is that we, we drink water. That's right. Because, like, we need water so much. Why hasn't someone just figured out a way to keep us hydrated? You know, I need, like, I'm a pump, right? I need a pump, like That's a That's right. Ex exactly. And that yes. is what the intestinal pump does. It, it's an automatic hydrating because it's measuring the amount of water in your system. And it keeps How it level it at all times. What, what's a it's MSRP only on an It's only $250,000. To get Ten it easy payments yes. of twenty five thousand dollars. That's right. And is there any financing options available? Or? Yes, there are. Okay. Yeah, there are. You could you could stretch it out over a hundred payment period. So it's only twenty five hundred plus interest. So this is so, a lease for the rest of your life. No, basically. it's a ten eight to eight to ten years. Uh, and then um, uh, and then there's is there a maintenance interest rate. like a mortgage or? well it's sort of, yeah. We okay. take it back if if you don't Make it. It's very, it's very rough because. Can we I'm sad those? to say that we have not been able to train doctors. Can can to we remove these? these. So we have had products? to use. Uh, you know, did you ever see that uh, bail uh, guy dog? The bounty hunter. Yeah, we use him to repossess these. Oh. Okay, so he comes to your house. And rips the intestinal pump out of you if you're delinquent. No, his, on wife, your payments. his wife has learned how to She's remove She's scary. Them. She has learned how to. He just holds you down. He sits on your face? Not exactly. But he holds you down and she removes it. And then they. How is uh, it patch done? It back if up. I lay down, could you show I, me? I, I don't know exactly. I okay. haven't seen the uh, okay. videos on that. But here's the thing. We haven't had one one person who has missed payments, and the thing is that people love it so much. You know, there, I should tell you that there is a hundred fifty dollar a week maintenance fee, which includes all the food, yeah, right, and water, and all yes. of our water is purified water that has been deionized and also has uh, been alkalinized. 
So you're getting the exact pure water that your body needs with, uh, with our intestinal uh, mix. Do you like pizza? I love pizza. Well, I'll tell you what. You're going, it goes into the intestine, but you're going to taste it on your really? tongue. Really? Yes. Yes. How is that possible? I, I have to tell you that we have developed a way that you will actually taste the food that's going into your intestine and you won't have to chew it. It saves your teeth. That's incredible. Because, you know, your teeth I grind feel, down. I feel that When I, they have that constant food thing, they grind down. I and that's why old people... I waste constant energy. You see here, let me take this every out. You day. see? Here, look at... Look! Look at my uh, the teeth your, that I've had to replace. And you put it in your collectible yeah. annual yeah, I've had to replace. Uh, ashtray? Does that yeah. come with the system? No, no. Oh, okay. I, but I've had you know to replace my teeth three times because your teeth wear down unless you. And this saves your teeth. You can go through life with one set of teeth this mm -hmm. way, Well, two sets. Your juvenile set and the second set, which I presume you have now. We don't need teeth though. That well, under, under you do for system. talking. Yeah. We do. Yeah, to tea make a tea, for a tea. Tea. Yeah, tea. you see, yeah, you need the teeth for tea. the tea. You see, yes. Okay. Here, let me just read this letter. Um, do you mind? No, no. If someone that has, has written in. Yeah. Testimonial. Yes. Okay. Deerintestine.com. Wow. Johnny, I'm so glad that you introduced me to this. I'm so much more efficient now and have gotten so much more work done over the just the last week. Just think, I saved 20 minutes three times a day, an hour a week, and you know I do work seven days a week, so this gave me an additional seven hours, which is almost an, uh, a complete working day for the normal person, which of course I'm not because you know I work 12 hours a day. So once again, I'd like to thank you and I am very interested in your sleep aid, which I understand you will be importing from Japan, which allows you to get eight hours sleep in only five hours. That extra three hours will certainly make me more efficient and a more lovable person. Thank you once again, Johnny, and I hope to hear from you soon.